following program is rated M-A-L. It contains strong language. It is intended only for mature audiences. This week on the 5-Minute Warning. But it's cool because your, your high sense of morality is there and we've got black Jesus still. <laughs> and as long as Michael can still say he believes in Jesus, everything's cool. Because, you know, when that nigga said he didn't believe in Jesus for a while, yeah, it was, oh, it was, shit. It was, yeah, it was, it was, she, it was, she was more upset than she was when motherfucking James died. Like, it's cool for my husband to die, but nigga, you not about to act like you don't believe in Jesus. gives you everything and nothing at all that's everywhere you don't want to be it's Ruben Mo B and on the ones and twos AG the five minute warning what's up y'all what's up y'all this is this is the Rubenless five minute one in the day. So it's just me, Moby, and nobody else. If somebody is somewhere, we weren't invited. We weren't invited yeah. to the cookout. I don't know if I appreciate that or not. Not, not at all. AG, <laughs> Moby, Ruben Free. <laughs> <laughs> He's starting early. He's starting early. <laughs> so, yes, you have heard that. Got my man Moby with me today. It's just us two. So how you doing, man? How was your week? Hey, man, the week is pretty good, man. You know, dealing with this um, sinus drainage. Um, yeah, so if I sound weird, that's what it is. Sound a little nasally. I hear that because that's. I did. I did test myself twice now. So you. So you. This is, this is not COVID then. Nah. Okay. But it, believe it or not, I feel better than I did say a day ago when everything was congested now everything's drained into my throat and now my throat's sore but i have i've been there i can breathe now okay. i can breathe though now is this your time of year because i know when i had sinus issues i'm like august to october so is this your time of year or is this just random i have two times it's whenever it decides to really get cold and then when it decides to really get warm i hear that Man, twice? Whatever that transition period is, yeah, that transition. Man, you a better man than me. I ain't got time for that. Especially here because it's like it can be 20 degrees at night and then they mess around and get into the 60s. Right. I'm so sorry. I'm just so sorry. Well, we have a show for y'all today. Um, it's going to be a little different, not too much different. But since Ruben's not here, I wanted to take advantage of the skills that Moby has. And that is spontaneity. This dude can see something and come off and say some stuff. And I'm like, how does he do that? So I wanted to take advantage of all this. So I got five uh, questions. What's wrong, man? I mean, all right. <laughs> I, I, hope, I hope this is as good as you expect it to be. <laughs> oh, it's going to be good because it's you. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. It's cool. We'll, ed- we'll edit it. If I say something lame for the podcast, it'll be, it'll be edited. No, I won't. Because it's your answer. How can I edit your answer out? Man, you can figure something out. We could do like the BET voiceover <laughs> where they'd be cussing and all of a sudden they'd be like, Jive Turkey. <laughs> Did you just say Jive Turkey? 
Hey man, you've heard some of them horrible BET. I really have. Jive. I, I really have. I'm not even gonna front like I haven't. Jive turkey. <laughs> okay, this this segment right here is called Fast Five. So I'm gonna ask I'm gonna ask Moby five questions. He gonna riff on them for a little while. And I'm gonna hit the next one and the next one and the next one until the five are over. So again, this is all about spontaneity. He's quick on his feet. So we're gonna actually keep with the five minute theme by having five something. Yeah, we're gonna keep with the five minute theme, but we're not gonna be real long winded with it. And this is really about you. Just whatever you think, boom. And then we'll move on to the next one. Not really like one sentence or whatever, but riff on it for a little while, or we'll go to the next one. All right, so here we go. First question. Is Florida Evans single-handedly responsible for what we call Black Jesus? No, but she clearly was the antagonist of that show. (laughs) She was so upset. She was so upset. But so many good things happened, though. But she was the antagonist of the show, though. Like, like the show in, in totality. That's true. Like, the whole Good Times show, the only bad guy up there was her. You are not wrong about that. Because every time they had a chance for a come up, her inflated sense of morality kept them in the hood. How, and then it just, it, it, just kept, it just kept them right with the theme song. You know, we make a whole song called Good Times and no lyric in the song describes any good time. <laughs> but there was like, hey, black people, you need to be happy being in this hood because ain't we lucky we got them. Good times. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, hey, they, they, they found they come up on some money. It's like, yo, we got some money. No, we got to do the right thing and try to find the owner of this money. Damn, mama, like we broke as shit. You know what I'm saying? You got me and like, you know, you got me and JJ sleeping in the fold-out couch Aaron in the front of the goddamn room. You know what I'm saying? Forever. JJ like 35, and you know, but but it's cool because your your high sense of morality is there, and we've got Black Jesus still. And as long as Michael can still say he believes in Jesus, everything's cool. Cause you know when that nigga said he didn't believe in Jesus for a while, yeah, it was, oh it was, shit! It was, yeah, it was. It was she it was, was, she was more upset than she was when motherfucking James died. <laughs> like it's cool for my husband to die, but nigga, you not about to act like you don't believe in Jesus. <laughs> hey, it's okay for us to get robbed in our own house, but don't you dare say anything about Jesus. <laughs> and he got to be white. I think, that, be white. I think that's my takeaway from all of that. It's like. She was so against that black image of Jesus, even though that is what's described in the Bible. She was so indoctrinated that Jesus was white with dirty blonde hair. And people, even if you don't want to say Jesus won't black, can we at least agree that Jesus didn't have blonde hair and blue eyes? (laughs) I don't think we can do it in this country. I really don't. I don't understand how we can read the description given in the Bible <laughs> and then put somebody from 90210 as Jesus. Like, man, all I'm saying is we're, we're to some level we're all indoctrinated. And Jesus became Zach real quick in white people's interpretation. Wow. Just... Okay. Next question. <laughs> I knew this would be good. All right, Donald Trump digital trading cards for $99 a piece. And these are digital images. What do you think? 
By the way, these are being purchased by people that were just complaining about inflation. Go ahead. I mean, look, the most unbelievable part about Donald Trump is that him, not as rich of a white guy as he claims to be, has found a way to become rich by fooling broke-ass white people to spend money on him. I think it's genius. Like, honestly, Donald Trump might be the greatest hustler of the modern era. He, he might be the greatest fucking hustler of the modern era. Well, he already showed us he was that in the 80s already. Yeah, but, but people who can't afford shit right now will spend money on a damn MAGA hat. Yep. They won't get a bootleg one either. No. They got to get their shit from the source. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's yes, how they, they kids out there in them old Kmart fucking um, shoes. <laughs> but they got to have their official from the website MAGA hat. He said official from the website. <laughs> oh, oh, Have you man. seen the Donald Trump teddy bears? No. Oh shit! You gotta Google that, man. They Are got the fucking Donald Trump teddy bro. Did you know they Matter had fact, Donald Trump teddy bears? Let's let's just pause this shit <laughs> and get on the World Wide Web right now. Wait There's a fucking minute, Donald Trump. See it. Hold <laughs> on. Yeah, you said it's a teddy bear, right? Yeah, it's a it's a teddy bear, and it's got like the hair like him. That shit was on TV one night. I was flipping through the channels, and that shit was advertised. I'm like, you have got to be shitting me. Two hours later. Oh, oh wow. you just saw it? You just brought oh, it up? man. Ah. Are you serious right now? Just fuck y'all's whole world up. And that's Trump not an And it's authentic, too. Authentic. The, the, the Trumpy Bear Deluxe Plush Donald J. Trump Teddy Bear. Just fuck y'all's whole world. And they advertise that shit on regular fucking TV. Wow. One of the nights where I just fucking couldn't go to sleep. <laughs> that's when you saw it. <laughs> And I'm just flipping through the channel. I was flipping through the channel. I was just like, and I thought it was like, you know, some like Saturday Night Live spoof or some shit. So I'm waiting for the joke. <laughs> and they just kept running it back and back. I was like, oh shit, this is real. Like, I, I thought somebody was joking. Was the commercial that you saw for $99? Because there's an assortment of prices. Yeah, something like that. Okay. That's crazy. I think it was like 99. Wow. It was like free shipping and handling, though. <laughs> no, you didn't just say that. <laughs> okay. Next question. Can you remember a meal or a, a, a food and the cook that changed your life forever? Yes. Who? And it wasn't a meal. It wasn't a meal. What was it? It was a dessert. Oh, okay, okay. It was, it, it was my my cousin Keisha. Oh, the same one that got a hundred thousand cheeses in the, in the mac and cheese. Yeah, but she made she made this banana pudding. Oh man! And I'm not a big dessert guy. Anybody knows, like you ain't gonna catch me like hovering over no cakes, right? Hovering over no pies and nothing. But she makes this banana pudding, and it's like she puts a layer of pound cake at the bottom of it, Ooh. and then it's the banana pudding on top of yo. This shit is crack. Like, they know. Like, her husband, Donna, I'll be like, hey, where's that? He'd be like, man, I got a separate pan in the fridge, man. So, like, when we go over there to family function, everybody got their desserts out there. Right. I'm sneaking off with him. Like, hey, man, just make sure you got that shit to the side. 
because that shit go fast, man. But y'all two crack fiends in a crack house. <laughs> and I be and I be mad if he don't save me nothing. He'd be like, yo, it's my wife. And I'm like, yeah, you live with her. She can make this shit for you anytime. <laughs> so can I ask you if every time you see just some random um banana pudding, do you instantly think of Keisha? Yes and no. Like I don't eat anybody else's because it ain't hers. <laughs> you got brand loyalty. Like if somebody was like, "Yeah, we got this free banana pudding right here," but you gotta pay, I'd be like, "Well, you need me to cash app you, Venmo, like, because <laughs> I, I can't, I can't do, I can't do somebody else's banana pudding. It, it just ain't the same. <laughs> if, if it ain't that, I don't want it. Hey, babe, you ever seen me eat anybody else's? I just, I just asked one. You ever seen me eat anyone else's? No. Have you ever seen me ever actually get excited about anybody else's dessert? <laughs> That's the only dessert I'd be getting. Is, well, no, my my grandma does make sweet potato pie, and and a pecan pie. But like now, I got to deal with like these insurgents that live with me. That be getting <laughs> insurgents. <laughs> They're yeah. your family, man. They're not insurgents. What? I ain't talking about you. I'm talking about the, those downstairs. They're your kids, man. They're not insurgents. Whatever. <laughs> terrorism. Terrorism. <laughs> oh man. Okay. So this is something I, I think of you every time I hear this, and I thought I thought to ask you this. This is on the way home from work a couple days ago. What is your favorite Sade lyric? If you had to pick one, what's your Desert Ooh. Island favorite Sade Ooh. lyric? Because I heard her <laughs> sing sing a song. Um, there's a, there's a lyric in the sweetest taboo, and every time she sings that lyric, it's like, ooh, girl, I know that's right. You know, it's about it's probably a song that ain't got nothing that I shouldn't relate to at all, but it's from Jezebel. Okay. I can't. I'm trying to think of because, like, honestly, I would just say that whole song lyrically, Jezebel, uh, and she's not. You know, should. Should 39-year-old male me relate to Jezebel? Not at all. Right. But like, um, and when she performs it, oh my God. When we saw that performance, that was probably one of the dopest performances. The dopest performance, she was just sitting on the stage. Okay. One spotlight, she was just sitting on the edge of the stage. Got it. Oh, I'm trying to find it. Zach Weir. Where did you see her at? Was it Hampton or... Is it somewhere else? Um, it was in Norfolk. It oh. was in Norfolk. It was at uh, the Scope. Actually. Scope. Okay. 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 Oh, but when she knew how to walk, she knew how to bring the house down. Can't blame her for her beauty. She wins with her hands down. And I don't know why that part does it for me. Uh huh. But it does. Like it's like she just accurately described like this chick who basically has found, has discovered that her beauty can get her whatever she wants whether it's honorable or not i get that that's a nice line that's a nice line but i thought i would ask you because i was like yes yeah, that's a hard question man because like i mean yeah because she's got a lot of material on her stuff yeah I, I can get down with shade and i just think lyrically like her songs always just paint a picture for me anyway truth all right last one have you seen christmas vacation i don't even know how do you not know either huh and, and no, hold on. I'm literally Googling it because I'm like, I don't. Christmas vacation with Chevy Chase? Oh, yeah, we were just watching it the other night. Okay, yeah, it sounds like either you. Okay, you... I, I, 
Like I said, man, Christmas movies started running together, man. <laughs> what? Yeah, you didn't say National Lampoon either. Oh, and that's what okay. Me I off. Did, okay, I just think it's so universal. Yeah, I can just say Christmas we, we Vacation. We literally watched that the other night because that that's one of her favorite movies. Okay. Well, my question to you is, actually both of y'all, I understand Cousin Eddie is not black, but can he come to the cookout? <sighs> Go <laughs> on, man. Go on. You got to give me an answer. Is yes, Eddie can come to the cookout, but Eddie can only come to the cookout if the people at the cookout know Eddie coming. <laughs> and, and because no, no, because 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 if you don't know him. It's and he comes to the cookout. It's a problem. He gonna say some outlandish shit that might get him <laughs> fucked up. But if like somebody can co-sign on, like, hey, he cool. He just, you know, he gonna say some wild shit. But Eddie cool. <laughs> like if we know he coming, we cool with it. But like just anybody's cookout that don't know Eddie coming, nah, he might, he might mess around, and get some paws put on. <laughs> but you would co-sign for him, all but, right? I mean, yeah, cause I would co-sign for him. Cause I mean. He, he funny as shit to me. <laughs> okay. And, and I'll take him to somebody else's cookout. They can't come to mine. He about to fuck up my career. <laughs> Eddie ain't invited to my property, period. Wait a minute. You gonna Eddie ain't invited to my property, period. That's so wrong. You gonna co-sign for a cousin Eddie to come to somebody else's cookout, but he can't come See, to and, your property. And by co-sign means I'm gonna give an honest reference. Like, hey, <laughs> hey, hide your shit. <laughs> Eddie might don't let Eddie be in charge of nothing and just understand Eddie gonna say some outlandish shit now if you can deal with all that you gonna get some good laughs out of Eddie being there hey and you know what if somebody do you wrong Eddie will handle it yeah Eddie Eddie is a dude you want if some shit go down exactly exactly I mean they, they you know it was an old family movie back then but I imagine modern day Eddie got plenty of them things in that RV. <laughs> he he ready for some shit to pop off. He can shoot up the club for real. Yeah, you, you know you know he down with that Second Amendment. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm crying. Well, that is the Fast Five with Moby, y'all. That was funny. I told that was you some it would be random funny. ass questions too, man. It's, that's exactly the point. <laughs> all right, all right. The next, um, the next uh, segment is another new one. It's called "I Can't Believe This Ish Happened," and this is about me personally. And I and my wife, <laughs> my wife is gonna freak out because she's I can't believe you just said that publicly. But this was so funny. So just like most men in America, in the world, when you go to the bathroom to drop a deuce it's kind of like you know you're in your own world you get a chance to kind of shut the world out you got your phone or your paper if you're old school and you just in there chilling and a lot of times I catch myself in there playing a game and I'm in there like 40 minutes and I was only supposed to be in there 20 so we can have we can have a whole podcast about that because some people <laughs> be like what you in there doing I'm like I'm in there living my goddamn best life <laughs> Like, 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 think about it. As, as, as a guy, that's like the the least stressful place. It's beautiful in the world. It is. It is. I promise you, it is. You can go there and ain't nobody trying to come interrupt you. Nope. I mean, it just is. I don't know what it is, man, but it's one of my favorite moments during the day. Well, I'm sitting in there, and I'm and uh, my wife is uh, introduced me to Wordle, 
right? So I'm trying to figure the word out, trying to figure the word out. I'm so into the game. And so 20 minutes have passed and I solved the puzzle, which that always makes my day when I don't fail. And I'm like, huh, I guess maybe I'll have to wait till later because nothing came out. Well, as I was getting up because, you know, I'm thinking nothing came out. There's no reason to wipe anything. I happened to turn around and look and I was like, I dropped a deuce and didn't even remember. Bruh, that's... I, man, I couldn't remember. To this day right now, this happened Friday. I couldn't remember. I still can't remember if I dropped a deuce. It was just there. And I and I, and I was like... That's magical, man. That's it's magical. magical? How is it magical? It's magical. I I'm mean, that, that, that means like... you, you went into such a stress-free place <laughs> in your mind. That 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 that's like modern day dad yoga. Is that what it is? That's like next level dad yoga shit. I never thought of it that way. Like you re- you you re- you reached a new level of enlightenment. So like, am I like a like a deuce dropping Jedi right now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you should have just walked out with like a robe or. You should have walked out with like a robe on, like a like you was some type of monk or some shit, and be like, "Yo, I've evolved." Like you know what I'm saying? Like I'm I'm next level. Like you you just turned into Gandalf the White, like on the toilet, like just didn't even know it. <laughs> Look, hey, W Brown eighty one in my Gary Coleman voice. What you talking about, AG? <laughs> that shit is next level. That you was in there, like yo, I'm just I'm just in this space that time does not even exist anymore time flatulence (laughs) bowel movements don't even exist in the mental space you were in oh my god by the way uh moco cowboy my generally my first my starter word in wordle is going to be break so i'm trying to use all the vowels and you know that generally works for me but yeah man i just like i said i was uh it bothered me because I just couldn't remember. I was so into the game. I just, I guess I just, it just happened and whatever. The Wordle is the key to enlightenment. Because I've never played Wordle. Dude, it's addictive. Especially for you. You're a big reader. Oh, man. So, you, you, so apparently, like, Wordle is next level for me. Like, I just need you, man. to. I'm telling you. Once you start. I might fuck around and be floating over the toilet. <laughs> Don't even know it. <laughs> hey, man. Like I said, Jedi. Saying Luke Skywalker, baby. I mean, next level for me is when my foot falls asleep and I'm on tall. I'm like, damn, I need to get on out of here. I done done lost the circulation. Now, have you ever ever been on a toilet so long your ass falls asleep? (laughs) Bro, I think I've been on a toilet so long my whole lower body fell asleep. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, I will say that this was the... I think I damn near turned into a paraplegic one time. I was I was looking for the emergency cord in the hospital. Like, oh shit, I can't feel my legs. Man, because I, 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 one time I was on tour so long, my junk fell asleep, bro. I was like, it's still there. I looked down and it's still there. I was like, whew, I, I hope it wakes up at some point. <laughs> Just saying. Oh my God. Anyway, y'all, that is this new segment. I can't believe this ish happened. This is what happened to me. I just can't remember when I dropped the deuce, man. It just dropped. I'm like, wow. Well, anyway, 
That's the segment. I had a lot of fun telling y'all that. My wife is completely mortified, but she'll be all right. Hopefully, I mean, she'll shit be all right. ha- Shit happens. It kind of did. I mean, and you didn't even know about it. I really did. <laughs> I mean, I almost got the toilet didn't wipe, bro. I looked down, I was like, oh my goodness, I got a... Yeah, never mind. Anyway, next segment. <laughs> it's going to be a hey, ladies. This is going to be a short one. Um... But this one is about respect. That's a hell of a transition, too. I mean, <laughs> from, from, from dropping a deuce to hey, ladies. I mean, you know, I'm just saying, man. But hey, ladies, if your man dropping a deuce, man, let him be. Let you know, I, I, I got a perfect wife, man, because she never bothers me. I could be in there for two hours, and she's just cool. Now, I will say sometimes if I'm in there too long, she'll be like, are you okay? Oh, yeah, yeah. You, you get, <laughs> get that, that whole... <laughs> see, see, but that's a that's a... That's a that's a loaded question to hold are you okay because i feel like when i get that question in the bathroom it's 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 like a loaded question because like part of me is like yeah there's some genuine concern there Uh uh-huh but the other part is like are you enjoying this time away from me too much (laughs) because you can't have nothing right yeah bro like you, you, you hey hey Hey, you sound like you might be having a good time in there. <laughs> What's going on? What's going I'm like, on? I'm not doing anything. I'm 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 zoned out. I'm zoned out in my own world. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Moco Cowboy, I can't believe this ish happened. Should be the episode. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh man. Black Morticia Adams, random, born day Saturday. Does that mean you're going to have a birthday next week? Is that what happy it means? Birthday, yeah. Yep. No, happy birthday to you because yep. we won't be around next Saturday. But happy birthday to you. Actually, yeah, we won't be around. I mean, we'll be around, but we won't be here. Because this is the last year of the year for us. We got a two-week vacation, bro. Yeah, we got a two-week vacation. There's no promises that Ruben might not try to drop a solo episode without us. <laughs> I think he probably itching and scratching. Do you think he's actually concentrating on the game right now? Yeah, or... maybe. Maybe. Okay. It depends. Okay. I don't know what the score is or nothing, so it depends on how the game's going. Plus, I've been thinking Ruben. I think Ruben been trying to go solo without us for a minute anyway. <laughs> he can. He can pay for it. He can... Well, actually, you're priceless, and he's going to have to find out how he's going to pay for my services. So I'm like, you know, because he's getting a lot of money for free. This show has value, man. Once again, I think he's just going to try to get one of those, like, what was on Five Heartbeats when Flash was like, yeah, I hope, you know, just want to let everybody know this is going to be my last episode, but <laughs> I'm going to drop my new podcast. It's lonely at the top. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. That's All fun. of a sudden, it's gonna be some other some other producer on the screen gonna pop in on our our broadcast. <laughs> Who the hell is that? Oh, hey, 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 Corey! I told you to come in a little later. <laughs> in a little later. <laughs> oh, he got it. He got a name too. <laughs> hey, Corey! <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Little Johnny. You usually say Little Johnny. Oh, no, that's not. I mean, I I just went to another one. Okay. Well, we going from hiding from your family in the bathroom, getting your zen on. To coming out of the bathroom and facing this. Now, this is like a, a respect thing, but it's not just respect. It's more like talking about women always putting us in a place of deprivation of, from sex because we're constantly chasing and they're constantly ha- seemingly having fun saying, no, this is not my life, but I have lived it and I see it a lot, especially among married men. 
I just want women to know, and you can comment on this, Moby, after I'm done. It's not going to take very long because I just want women to know that we, especially, in, and this is all things being equal. When I say all things being equal, the definition is a loving relationship. This is not a hookup thing. This is not a relationship that's falling apart. This is not toxic. This is just normal. I love you. You love me. I'm trying to get some. Okay. It's not that simple. When men, and, it's, and, I, and I understand it's hard to kind of see it that way, but this is actually what's happening. And hopefully you'll learn something from it. Maybe you'll be different with your man. I hope that you are. But when men chase their woman, I'll say that. It's not about just the booty. It's not that. It's not about that nut. It's not about that. It's about connection. Because, see, you guys get connection with us through doing things that you like to do, going to the mall, going shopping, whatever it might be. I mean, there's a, there's a laundry list of things women like to do, and they, quote, unquote, drag us to do them. Well, you're, it's not that you actually want us to go to the mall. It's that you want connection. That's where date nights come from. You know, that's where a lot of these things come from. That is y'all's way of connecting with us. Well, for men, it's the same thing, but usually it's sex. It's not about the booty. We're not just taking, you know, we're not just taking something from you or we're not just looking at you like a piece of meat or anything. It's just we are trying to connect, and that's how we do it. So if we're constantly in a, dep in, a, in a state of deprivation because you constantly say no, what you're doing is eroding the connection that we're trying to make, which essentially makes your marriage not nearly as good as it could be. And so if you wonder why certain things happen with men or they act out when they ain't got none in like a month or two, it's not cute. You probably need to sleep with your man just because you want him to be able to connect with you in a physical way. And I promise you things will get much better if you do it. I understand that you're tired. I understand all that. Some of y'all out there just trying to be cute because you think it's funny. But all things being equal, it's not just about your booty. It's about the closeness. So that's the, that's the uh, hey ladies, and it's just the PSA. Say, say yes sometimes, and your, your marriage will thank you for it. Your relationship will thank you for it. And that's what I got. So what you think, Moby? It's intimacy. Right, exactly. And, and intimacy, unfortunately, the sexes view intimacy in conflicting manners a lot of times. Uh -huh. like, like you said, a lot of times women see intimacy as... I just put it out there. Most women see intimacy as, "Hey, he's doing something I want to do," and that's that's intimacy. He's he's talking to me, which is really code for he's letting me talk. True. Or we're we're doing something together, which is really code for you're doing what I want you to do with me. Truth. And it's it's intimacy. Um, there has to be some layer of intimacy and. Unfortunately, the way, not even unfortunately or fortunately, the way that we're kind of programmed is to believe that men are just dogs and pigs that want to have sex. But if you really peel the layers like away from like that O face at the end of it, it's really just about intimacy. Mm -hmm. um, people just want to feel 
like you said, connection. But yeah, it's, it's an intimacy thing. And, and like, as as a relationship progresses, intimacy changes. It does. So, like, ladies, I know you probably think your man wants to have sex like every fifteen seconds of the day. He doesn't. Like, not not after a while. Like, you know, he got real life shit going on. He might think about it, but he don't really he don't really want to live that life. Like, I I don't. I honestly don't want to live the sexual life I had when I was in my early 20s because I got real life responsibilities and shit to do now and my recovery time ain't the same no more No, but I do want some form of intimacy like a simple gesture that's not even sexual it's really physical we're just such physical beings as males like I can be cool if somebody just rubs my shoulders he looks so. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, That's cold. 30, 30. you gonna pay for that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a, a, a back rub, you know, or or when somebody says, hey. <laughs> she just pat you on the back. She pat you on the arm. <laughs> well, uh, that, that'll last me another two, three weeks. I'm good now. See? See how easy that was? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, you better take that crown because last week you got called a bitch. So I'm just saying. Progress, man. Progress. <laughs> <He said> progress. <laughs> From bitch to two-second massage, man. I feel like I'm winning right now. You really are. You're living your best life again. Yeah. Hey, man, All I, I need to do now is go play Wordle on the toilet, man. And this is <laughs> going to be a uh, orgasmic night. You can, be a, you can be a Jedi like me. <laughs> oh, she called you a... <laughs> Debbie Brown 81 calling him a biatch anyway. After all that progress, all is gone. It's gone. <laughs> but actually, oh, yeah. Biatch. That, that's not the same as bitch. It's not. J- just, just like in my email address that had mo bitches with two T's. Because <laughs> two, two T's ain't disrespectful. It's not? No. Nah. Okay. Do you find titties disrespectful? Yeah, it's got to have context, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, having said all those things, that was the Hey Ladies, and now we are on to Moby's segment. So what you going to drop for us, man? It's just another weekend event, man. Here we and go. Here we go. Yeah, man, because I've, I've been having a, a lot of, uh, it's not an event, it's, a, it's an observation. So maybe it's some more of an observation. So tonight, um, football team had their celebratory banquet. They had a sneaker ball. Okay. So all, all the kids dressed up, but they got to wear their fly sneakers. Had a lot of had a lot of young kids looking like they was showing up to the NFL draft. <laughs> we, we, yo, we had some fly ass kids out there. Really? I mean, random colors and and every every assortment of Jordan you can think of. I was gonna say how many pair of Jordans you see. Bro, I feel like it was almost a requirement that you had Jordans. Well, I mean, that is the standard right now. So yeah, it, yeah, it was a lot of money in that room. <laughs> it was a lot of money in that room. I mean, hell, the the flag football team showed up in a limo. The coaches all bought them a limo to show up, which I thought was dope. Okay. All the flag football players came in a limo. But that goes into my we got we got to do better. So in the last two weeks. 
I've realized that us as a people, we seem to only support our kids when food is involved. <laughs> what in the world are you hear talking out, hear about? Me so, I think it was a little over a week ago. No, my name been a, it was a couple, you know, a couple weeks ago. The youngest daughter had a Christmas performance. Okay. Get to the school like 20 minutes before the show starts. There's a line wrapped around the school to come in. I'm like, yo, this is dope. They really came out to support, you know, the kids doing this little Christmas performance. Right, right. We get in. I'm like, man, this ain't even know where to sit. Like, it's standing room only in there. And then my wife breaks off. Yeah, you know, because they feeding everybody afterwards. He <laughs> threw his head back. <laughs> and I'm like, now, wonder everybody got their whole families out here. If people in there, if people in there came ten deep. Are you serious? To see them, to, to, to see them sing like three Christmas songs without a microphone, like <clears throat> there was no acoustics in there. You couldn't hear half the performance. Wow. People were talking. People were talking the whole performance, but they waited hours for that free food. And I was just, <clears throat> and I don't even know how the food was, and I didn't even stay for the food because I wasn't about to wait three hours to get in line for this food. But yeah, so it brings me back today. So today, there have been countless emails and text messages about this banquet, starting at four. Okay. And they said the first thing they were going to do was present awards for all the age groups. Four o'clock, make sure you're on time because we're presenting awards right at four o'clock. About 3.55, I'm standing out there with the president. We got maybe eight kids in there. Okay. Maybe eight. And I'm like, okay. So four ten comes. We start ten minutes late trying to give people time. I thought they said they're gonna start on time. What happened to that? Look, if we had started on time, only three kids would have got trophies, pretty much. Okay, all right, I get that. So the cheerleaders go. There's like five cheerleaders total that are actually there. So then it goes to the minors, and then they do the seniors. And then the flag football team showed up. They're the only team that everybody was there because they all had to meet up early to get in the limo. <laughs> so now, the limo was the only thing that kept them together. <laughs> yeah, so you know, so they got there when they were supposed to get there. Right. But I'm like, this whole itinerary and schedule happened in like three million emails and text messages. So everybody knew the war started four, food gets served at five. By five o'clock, it was almost 150 people in there. So it was important enough for them parents to get their kids there for this free motherfucking food. But half the kids didn't get up to be in front of the stage to get their trophy. Because, you know, that shit don't matter to nobody. So really what you're saying is they got there just in time so they wouldn't have to wait and got their food. Is that what you're saying I'm not, right now? I'm not trying to say that. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm saying that's exactly what the fuck happened. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure I was clear because that's exactly what I was hearing. That's what happened. I mean, they were still like, we were the last team because we got the farthest as far as, you know, we, we were in the Super Bowl. So by the time we went, which was almost five, most of our team was there at that point. I think we only had one other person show up afterwards. But the only reason we had everybody was because it was almost five o'clock by then. Everybody was on time for that lasagna and that spaghetti and that chicken. 
about lasagna? But, yeah, they, they had a spread. Nice. A okay. spread of stuff I couldn't eat. So you can't I, eat lasagna. I, I mean, not not really. Okay. Cheese and, and red oh sauce. yeah, okay, that's what you said. But yeah, so you know, we had a whole bunch of kids didn't get get their trophy presented in front of everybody, but they got to eat, and they fly as a tire. And the Jordan ones, <laughs> right? It was so many J's out there, man. All types of colors. And you know what? I got an, I got another thing, and maybe I see this wrong because I mean, it's probably my mom's fault. I, I blame her for this. If she ever was up here, she'll attest to this. We got an epidemic going on with these with these young men and and their single moms. Stop dressing your son like it's your fucking date. You are his mom. You are not his fucking prom date. Well, you'll give us an example of the kind of attire you're talking about. So, so look, sons will fly. Dude, okay, I'll give one example. It had on blue suit, royal blue suit, flies hell. Okay. Had on, had on some, I think they were the fours. Ooh. The blue and white fours. Okay. Blue and white, nice. His mom had on this tight royal blue matching dress the same matching jays everybody was like oh that's fly and all i kept thinking was like my mom back in the day was like i don't want you to match me i'm your mom i'm not your fucking date right like because she was like i don't want you you're not replacing my man like i'm not trying to breed you to be my significant other <laughs> true but there was a whole bunch of moms looking like they was taking their sons out on a prime day. Now I get it. Maybe I'm overreading it. Maybe maybe this is just some bias my mom putting to me. But I'm like, I'm cool if you want to be on the same color scheme. But like, they was matching. Like, yeah, I was going to say they were like, matching. Like, he might as well gave her a corsage <laughs> and picked her up in a limo. Like, like, look, the whole, like, he might as well have been trying to figure out was he going to get something later on that night. Wow, like, I knew he was going to go what? there. I knew he was going to go there. It was 13? Okay, blue and white 13. Not bad. And they was fly. They was fly. Okay. But, like, yeah, man, hey, stop dressing your sons like your damn date. Just, just stop it. And that is you, a lot you, of money, man. You're the mom. Y- yes. And you're right. There's a lot of money. You got 13s on twice? Wow, that's five hundred dollars, ain't it? Hey, they was fly. I bet they were blue and hey, white thirteens. There were some kids in there that was like, honestly, if if basically you'd have taken all their attire, basically it was a two thousand twenty three NFL draft <laughs> green room. Like that's how it looked. Like my <laughs> man Kane came out with the red. He had the red suit, looking like play from House Party. Wow. Bro, he, he was fly. These, these hey, they did it. Parents, parents did it up for that. They didn't get half their kids the time to get a fucking trophy, but they came in in time to take them pictures and get that free food. <laughs> well, it was date night. Just saying. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> you know they had to be fashionably late for they they their prom. Or what, or <laughs> for their prom. <laughs> Mom prom. That's what it was. It was basically a whole bunch of wow. mom proms. Wow, that sounds so creepy, man. 
<laughs> and look, I know I'm probably the minority. I know a lot of people probably didn't look at it that way. But every time I saw one of the boys look, look, looking like they was escorting their mom in like a date, I'm just like... <sighs> and some of them weren't even single moms. Some of them was like that. And then the dad would just be like somewhere in the background walking, looking like he was like, yeah. I mean, maybe he'll get some tonight. <laughs> but I ain't getting none. <laughs> I couldn't afford. I couldn't afford three of them pairs of J's. Hey man, know. just saying. That's seven fifty. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so that's 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 your weekend rant. Yeah, that's 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 the weekend observation and vent. The mom prom. Yeah, we. I just left the mom prom. Look, and this is no shade to them ladies. Like I said, this is just my observation. I was just like, yo, man. But isn't it some shade, though? No, I, I said at the beginning, it's it it was it's the difference between my mom, yeah, and and the current mom. My okay. mom would have never done no shit like that. Right, right. But my mom would have came in there looking good, but we wouldn't have looked like we was on a date. <laughs> <laughs> God. Ooh, okay, okay. Well. We're going to take the show home, y'all, because, see, Ruben's not here, so we're going to finish this. So we're going into the regular segment, What's On Your Mind. I'll start it out because mine's a little sobering. Um, I had a dream last night, and my mom is deceased. She's been deceased for a little while, and she had heart issues. So this is not how she died. But that the dream I had the other night was my mom, because she— she would dye her hair, so she never really turned gray. Well, the the mom in my dream was, was you know, she let her hair go and, uh, you know, the natural color come out, and so her hair was gray. The significance of it was, in this dream, she had Alzheimer's, and it was late stage. And I remember I walked in the door of the home that she was in, and she walked by me like she did not know me. And so I have never had that experience with my mom. So it, it, I felt some type of way about that. So, you know, I get up in the morning, my wife is sleeping, I'm to work before she wakes up. And I instantly think of her and her sister because her dad or their dad died of uh, Alzheimer's. And it was a, it was a, it was a, in a word, it was difficult. And they had to deal with all the things that you have to deal with, the not knowing who your, your offspring is, um, violence, um, verbal assaults, not sleeping. Alzheimer's patients don't sleep. They're like up 24 hours a day. Um, trying to manage your family while you're doing all this and back and forth and hoping that it gets better, knowing that it's never going to get better, and then watching somebody come to their very violent demise. And so I just want to, you know, give a shout to Alzheimer's caregivers in particular. Um, it's, a, it's a hard job being a caregiver at any level, but it's a special job when someone you have loved all your life does not know you or they, they characterize you in a way. It, it, well, hold on, let me back up. They characterize you as somebody that you don't even like, that they don't even like. 
And to have to deal with that is long. I mean, who knows? They might die fast. They might die slow. But this is always going to be the path. And it's not easy. So I just want to give a shout to everybody just dealing with that. Um, because that little taste in a dream I got was like, that's intense. So for all y'all, I appreciate you. And just hang in there. That's all I can say. So that's what's on my mind. Yeah, man, Alzheimer's is the worst, man. Watching somebody mental faculties go away, man. That's yes. That's like the worst. That that's that's hell on earth as far as I'm concerned. Uh huh. You know, I had to I had to watch one of my aunts go through Alzheimer's, man. That was rough. Especially knowing that she was a teacher and how how witty she used to be and uh-huh. how bougie we used to joke about her being, and then like it just going away. Yep. And watching her try to cope with it because she's smart right so she started trying to write herself notes and start you know doing all the coping mechanisms that they right. try to do it, it, was, it was hard yes yeah, that's that's a tough one yeah so so anybody who chooses to be a caregiver for those people man you are a special special individual and like yeah you, you've got the patience of an angel yep I mean that's the long and short of it because it's, it's uh, I'm not saying that watching somebody pass away slowly is easy, but some there are some things out there that's a special kind of awful. So, yeah. just saying. But anyway, that's what's on my mind. Just want to throw that out there. So, what you got, Moby? Bro, it's like a week away from Christmas, man. It does not feel like that. But it is. But does it like, ever, though? Does it ever? I mean... we say this stuff from- every year. Yeah, but I, I think for me it does it just because of like our house situation, like just because we ain't really been able to use the first floor of a house. So the fireplace room is usually where we had a tree and right, all right. that stuff. So it's just been kind of a weird feeling. But no, nah, what's on my mind is I'm kind of over the NFL right now. How so? Like. The Raiders won today, and uh, thought about you, yes. In an exciting, random, stupid way that, for once, wasn't us doing something stupid, somebody else doing something stupid, and I didn't even feel the joy no more. Like, I think last week when I when I talked about my my little grievance, like I really do think I've become a terrible football fan How's because that? like. I just don't have hope no more, man. Well, you said that last week, but they won. Exactly. And I feel the exact same as I did when they lost. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I have, like, zero investment anymore. It's like, <laughs> yeah, whatever. They're going to find a way to F it up eventually. And I, I realize I kind of feel like that about Georgia football, too. But I don't because we're winning. But I, like, I always know I'm one like effed up game away from just being like Miss Georgia but they haven't been that team ever. I mean the last two years last three years I mean they've been really good man that's a small sample size man I realize that but I mean they're on their way I'm to- a terrible fan AG I just realized that the fanatic and fan doesn't exist in me okay. one I'm way too logical so like I, I don't get I don't ever get too high or too low Okay, I'll accept I don't forget shit. So no matter how great I feel about a win, 
I still don't forget how terrible I felt about some of the dumbass losses. So let me let me ask you a question. Is that why you were so lukewarm when the Braves won the World Series? Hey, when the Braves won the World Series, like I'm not even a baseball fan anymore. Okay. So that was kind of different. Like I do remember when the Braves won their the first World Series that I witnessed. Okay, 95? Yeah, I was like super excited about that. Right. Like, that's when I was heavy into baseball. And I had watched us get close so many times and blow it. Yeah. And we always blew it to like the the team that had the black people that I also liked as well. Okay. So it was always like it was almost like I felt like as a Braves fan, I was being punished as a black man. Cause it was like, how dare you? How do you put those these? together? It was like, how dare you root for these like Braves when when you got these black people you should be rooting for? Like my favorite baseball player growing up was Barry Bonds. Right. Then for the fucking Pirates, man. Yeah. And then one of my favorite teams, other than the Braves, was the Blue Jays. Ouch. Toronto beat us. Ouch. That was awful. Once once Bo Jackson really was no more. My next baseball player that I really rode with was Kirby Puckett. I'd watch this motherfucker hit a home run against. It yeah, was like it was I was being punished as a black man. It was like whatever black hot baseball players out, we're gonna make that guy be the one that fucks you. But it, from, I mean... from Kirby Puckett to, to <laughs> Jim Carter, like you know, if you was black and you was good at baseball, you were gonna fuck me at some point in time. Okay, okay. Let's lead the Braves along. I remember when um, Georgia won the championship last year. Lauren and I sat there and watched the game. I said, I know Moby's got to be over the moon. We do the show, and it's like, dude. And you're like, whatever, man. It won. <laughs> I was like, what? Like, like I said, I, I just couldn't get too high or too low. They and won a natty, part, man. But part, but part of the reason last year I was like that. Like, I'll probably be more excited if they win this year. Because last year, I was just like, they're so much fucking better than everybody. There's no reason for them to lose. Like, there was no surprise when they won to me. Because I'm like, I've been saying it all year. Right? They got an NFL defense out there. Like, a literal NFL defense out there. That's true. This year, they still do have a literal NFL defense. But they don't have all the weapons anymore. So I'm like, they're a little closer to everybody else this year than they were last year. But last year, I was just like, and I told myself, look, we're going to win this year. All this Georgia shit I got is going to come out. And I did. I, I flew my flag high. Okay. I rocked my Georgia thing. I was cool. But now, like, it just, it just ain't the same, man. <laughs> you seem so, like, lifeless when you talk about this. Because I don't want to be Alabama. Meaning, like, I don't want to get so used to winning that when we start having, like, moderately good seasons that I'm disappointed in that. Like, I still don't want to be to the point where I'm like, we lose two games, and I'm like, fuck it, fire the coach. <laughs> like, Alabama fans are. Oh, yeah. No. How you like, I don't want to I don't wanna be that guy. Okay. I, I want to be reasonable fans still. But part of being a fan is being fanatical. And I'm not fanatical. Now, I will tell you, if the motherfucking Hawks ever win an NBA championship, <laughs> I'm retiring as an NBA fan. Why do you gotta retire? Because, like, I've... Since we traded Dominique Wilkins when I was, like, 11, 
mind. I was like, nah. I just realized nothing good could ever happen to the Hawks. It didn't make me stop rooting for them, but I'm like, they just can't do it. They just can't win. I mean, but he was older. Yeah, he did go to the Celtics and have like 26 points a game the next year. And I think we got Danny Manning back, who like didn't even resign with us. It was one of the worst trades in NBA history. Well, I'm biased on that, but it was a terrible trade. But like, the reason I want to retire as an NBA fan because NBA is the one thing that I've never been fully invested in because I just like basketball so much. Right. Like it's the one. Th- it's the one thing. Like I got a different Nuggets hat on right now. I got like almost every NBA franchise hat because I don't feel like that undying loyalty to the Hawks. I won't rock a Celtics hat though. It's the one franchise I won't rock. <laughs> Understood. Understood. I don't know if you can go to the cookout with that one. <laughs> yeah, I just won't rock a Celtics hat. But like the NBA, I'm such all a diverse fan. I just love basketball. Right. Like, and basketball is like such a individualized sports the way they market it. Right. So if the Hawks win, I'm just gonna retire as a fan. I'm just like, look, I like basketball. I don't root for a team anymore. The last time I rooted for a team, we won, and I'm done. I think you're. I think you are just avoiding because you're heartbroken at some point. Some something broke your heart, and you just you're just avoiding all this stuff. Yeah, I I can I can name what broke my heart for every franchise, man. But I mean, for every franchise, <laughs> Georgia football just broke. Georgia football broke my heart when Georgia Tech won a national championship in the early '90s. I just kept thinking. How does any fucking school that ends in tech beat Georgia to a national championship? They didn't even beat us for the national championship, but I'm just like, they got a school full of engineers. You're and not we wrong. got and we got SEC like this all we give a fuck about <laughs> boosters. And we let the technical school win before we did. And then when Kirby Puckett hit that home run as a Braves fan. A piece of me broke. Now, now I got I got to relive the dream a couple years later when we won. But I'll be honest, like when I was a kid, I was like eight when Kirby Puckett roly poly ass hit that home run. <laughs> Why did you hate on this the, dude? He ain't even here to defend himself no more. The reason I hate on him because I was such a fan of Kirby Puckett because he, <laughs> he 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 was fat black baseball player. I was a fat black baseball player. I was like, dog. You couldn't take the series off for me? <laughs> it's, for not your boy? His, it's not his job. His for job is boy? to do what he did. Them Minnesota fans don't respect you? Like, like, come on, man. Me, man. <laughs> and we had Terry Pendleton. We already had a fat black guy grabbing his dick every at bat. We didn't need you, Kirby Puckett. We didn't need you to hit that home run on us. But I mean, Minnesota did. I mean, he was doing his job, man. I don't know why you hate on this dude, man. Fuck the Twins and fuck Kirby Puckett <laughs> just for that series. Like, oh, not for the rest of his life. Kirby Puckett probably a stand-up dude. No beef with Kirby Puckett. I mean, and I don't want to talk about dead people, but but in that series, fuck Kirby Puckett. <laughs> fuck Joe Carter. Joe Carter. <laughs> I mean, maybe we need to F that, that, that batting practice that Glavin gave him. I mean, come on, man. That was the worst pitch ever. That was a mistake. Bro, we had one of the greatest pitching staffs of all time. We did. We got one fucking World Series. Truth. 
four Cy Young winners. Truth. One World Series. Well, I remember that. I'm a Braves fan, and I remember we didn't hit very well. We didn't support those pitchers very well. You're right. I'm not even going to argue with you on that. Because <laughs> you talking about Terry Pendleton? No one hit well, especially in the series with the Blue Jays and the uh, Twins. So I'm just letting you know, we weren't we weren't good enough. We gave all the ladies what they wanted, and we kept re-signing David Justice. <laughs> and, and, and speaking of David Justice, we won the, the Game 5 of the World Series in 95, 1-0. We still weren't hitting that well. Just saying. I mean, and speaking of David Justice, then this bitch ass goes to the Yankees and wins one. Yep. Man, <laughs> every black baseball player would come back to fuck me, man. So is that what's happening? Uh, that's what it felt like to me. <laughs> what it felt like to me. Oh my God. And the Raiders, my heart broke when fucking Bo Jackson got hurt. Oh, I, it, yeah, it was terrible. It really I mean, was. When he got hurt against the Bengals, man, like I was crying. I was like seven or eight crying. Yeah, his last game. Never played football again. Sorry, man. I'm not a good fan, man. If I if anybody shares the team that I root for, I apologize, man. Like I said last week, I apparently am the reason our teams can't do well. I'm the common denominator. If I was more fanatical, if I was more irrational, we'd be better. Is that what it takes? Apparently. <laughs> now, I, I wish I could talk, like, even though Ruben claims to be, like, a rational, mild-mannered Washington fan, me and you both know he's not. Every no. year he's like, we just need this and this, <laughs> and, and, and we're good. And, and then he claims he never said it. Exactly. And we'll argue with you that he never said it, even though you got receipts. So, Yes. I just want to. I just want to know what it's like to be on that emotional roller coaster as a fan, and it work out for you. But I mean, it did work out for you. Georgia won a Natty. The Braves won a World Series. But I wasn't even on the ride no more, man. I mean, I was still rooting for them. I was still always like, don't nobody got Georgia football in their heart like me. Okay. But I, I never was on the ride though. But you watched all the games. I did. So how can you not be on the ride if you watched all the games? Because even after I won, I saw, I saw um like, what's the chick from sports and like Ella, L. Duncan. I saw how fanatical she was. And I'm just like, why can't I feel like that? Because you are protecting your heart, sir. That's what this is. That's what I just said. I've been hurt. Huh? I've been hurt. I know. <laughs> and hurt people hurt people. Look at you, I, man. I can't I can't let another team get close. Oh my, to my God. Heart. Okay. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that was Mo B's <laughs> second rant of the day. But we are gonna end this show. Um, like I said before, um, this is our last show of the year, a live show anyway. Um, there's gonna be a best of show that comes out after this one post on Thursday or Friday. On the, was it the 8th that we're coming back? Sounds right. Yeah, Sounds so right. January 8th, whatever that Sunday night is, we'll be back at 9 o'clock Eastern Time. But until then, everybody, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, whatever you're celebrating this time of year, whatever your winter break is, be safe, be merry, and deuces. Email us at 5minutewarning19 at gmail.com. And also leave comments on Facebook and Twitch. Search 5 Minute Warning.
contact us on Twitter at AG underscore FMW podcast at Nugeman25 at FMW2019. Contact us on Instagram, Moby 5-Minute Warning, AG underscore 5-Minute Warning, Nugeman25. You can listen to the podcast at Apple Podcast, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of The 5-Minute Warning.